You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM 80. Your smart speaker. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Hembo. I am Evan Cohen in for Greeny today for the next couple of hours here on ESPN Radio. On the day before Thanksgiving, what are you laughing at already? You're so freaking old, man. I'm looking over there. I didn't even know this was a thing. Sorry to interrupt your, you know, wonderful on-ramp to the show. But you have what? pages upon pages of handwritten notes. Forever, for like my you, entire career. Like, you, like, you, like, you're, like you're penning a diary. You also have a computer in front of you. Yeah. Is there no reason? You, you don't need to have both of them. Yeah, I do. I mean, I take all my notes on this machine, so I don't have to carry so this everybody should just be like you. Paper Can you plug around. my computer in, by the no. way? Do you mind? Uh, okay, no, yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a highly efficient person, and you are... Uh, very, How am very I much not, not efficient. Hold on, I can't answer that because I'm plugging in your laptop right now. Well, because now. I don't have much time to do this. Coming over from Unsportsmanlike, six a to ten a Eastern time. I've never, I've never had preparation and hard work. I don't want to say hard work, but maybe hard work held against me. No, I'm not holding it against you. You kind of are holding it against me. I literally, I've been in radio since 2003. Mm-hmm. I have every single notebook since 2003. I have ever done shows for. So like thousands of these so you're saying you do uh, harder work than anyone else in the industry that's not at all what i just said because i do a lot of prep i just don't have to show it off like you're the guy that has you think to this is showing it off you're the guy that stuff down like in church when they're passing the offering plate like you bring a wad of cash so that everyone sees how much money you're giving to the church rather than just doing the e-check online like i do that's how i elect to, to give what are you what are you doing with all these notebooks like, yeah you, seriously you, I, what am i doing i <laughs> like you're just pointing them out you just keep them you i mean i, I mean you're talking to someone who saves a lot of things yourself. I love saving things. I save all types of things. So, I mean, you just have them all like in a box somewhere? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Even Bubba is willing to acknowledge that this is super weird. Do you ever, like, go back and look at them, or are they just, like, sitting there? We have talked about the idea that, so here's the other thing I do, which you're going to think is psychotic. I write down, I've done this my whole life, every pick of the NFL and NBA draft. Now, I know you can get them on the internet, okay? Yeah, Breaking you, you news. can. You can. Yeah, you can. Well, for a while, you actually couldn't. But we have talked about me going back and finding my old draft notebook mm-hmm. for when Chris Canty was drafted to see what my notes were about. Like, did the Cowboys make a good pick? Or, like, what is I Oh, my goodness. Him? So you're not just, like, listing them. You're, like, providing Well, on some of the commentary. name guys. And Canty, who, of course, uh, well, not of course, I host with on the mornings uh, with Michelle Smallman and Chris Canty, former NFL player. Canty was the guy that got hurt his last year at Virginia would have been a first-round pick, but dropped in the draft because of health, mm-hmm. right? So the fourth like, round, yeah. Yeah, and so Mel, we've played it on our show on Sportsman. Like, Mel Kuyper gave him an unbelievable draft capsule. And somehow, Canty never actually heard it until we played it on Unsportsman. Really? Yeah. Um, huh. And so, yeah, there are notes as part of this as well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. To answer your question, Bubba, I guess one day I thought I'd be good, and one day I thought I would make it, and that maybe it would be worthwhile to have. It feels like now that I've made it, 
it doesn't feel retroactively worth it based on the idea. Not that I've made it, made it, but I'm saying like I'm here. I'm on ESPN. I'm filling in for Greeny. I'm on the morning show. Like th- there would be a level of making it here. I mean, and you guys are laughing at me. Like, like, you can't get rid of them now. Now they have them. <laughs> you can't or, just throw out ten years worth of notebooks. Ten. It's over 20, 20 Bubba. 20 years Bubba, I think, I think when Evan divvies up his will, he needs to make sure that, that this show, like me, you, and Cam, each get like a representative number of his notebooks. What years do you want? Let's divvy it up right now. Give me the years. So like my wife and kids get money and, and material mm-hmm. stuff. Right. But you want the show notebooks. Uh, of course. Who wants a, a that's 20 years, invaluable. three of you? Right. Let's just do, let's say, let's just do five-year stretches. So I was so. born in 1990. I'll take, I'm going to claim 90 to 95 right now. No, I wasn't on. I said 03 is when I started. Oh, 1990, oh, I was 10. Okay. Although I do have notes then. I would do like in school, like lineups in class. Of I course. Want those. Everyone yeah. did that. Yeah. Well, well, how did you do them? Handwritten? I, well, yeah, at that point, because I was in chapel. I couldn't bring my laptop into chapel. I had a notebook for chapel where I did a mock draft with my friend Chris Hahn. I once, got, I once got scolded in front of the whole student body. You know what's funny? You mentioned this. Yesterday, my son, he has a school iPad. He's 10. He comes home. He shows me the school iPad. He goes, look how I did on an Immaculate Grid. I said, I'm sorry. That's your school iPad. For those who don't know what Immaculate Grid is, it's one of the great games ever invented. And it's basically like a tic-tac-toe of, of sports where you have to figure out players that played for two different teams. Like the Suns and the Thunder. In most cases. That's right. The- or, uh, you know, a, ba- a guy that batted over 300 for his entire career and won a gold glove. And it, like, crosses you up that way. But this is now what my son is doing in school. Uh, what's wrong with that? No, everything's right with that. Right. But it's different because now they have transitioned to technology, and uh-huh. I would just be handwriting But that's still things. great for your brain. It's a great, it's a great exercise I'd for I'd play brain. that for the remainder of this show. I don't know that Cam would be happy, but if you and I just played Immaculate Grid until noon Eastern— that would be the greatest show. No one would turn that life. off. No one would. Turn I think that everybody off. would play with us. Absolutely, you dropping guys, a Michigan nugget here and there just to just to you know quench that thirst. We'd Cam, you want to give us some immaculate grid while we're here? <laughs> I love the immaculate grid. All right, give us one in a, in a second because it is the holiday season, right? And if you're still looking for amazing gifts at Total Wine and more, you'll find gifts for everyone on your list with the lowest prices. For over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Total wine and more spirits not sold in Virginia, North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21 with, of course, total wine and more. Do you have an immaculate grid for us quickly, Cam? Can we do this? Yeah. 100 plus run season for the Cubs. Uh, Chris Bryant. All right. Let me type it in one sec. I mean, we're matching. Okay. Maybe Kyle Schwarber. That, Brian and Schwarber are going to be pr- pretty popular answers. You went to baseball first? I always go to you, basketball No, first. you always got to go older. Like, the older players are better for Immaculate Grid. Chris Bryant is correct. I'm not saying it's not right. I'm just saying I always go for rarity score. Yeah, that's yeah, no, six, I know that. 16%. Yeah. All that, right, let's move on. We'll do another horrific. one later. No. Yeah. Oh, we're moving on from Immaculate Grid? <laughs> oh, okay. I thought we had eight more left, Cam. <laughs> I thought we had an hour and 53 minutes left of it. I guess not. All right, the game of the year in college football coming up this weekend, Michigan and Ohio State. And so I am now subject, while I'm on the air on Unsportsmanlike, to all of Hembo's random odd takes about different things, which included today passion from a friend of yours about this game this weekend. And this gives us insight into the Ohio State and Michigan Fandom, which I think is very actually accurate here, mm-hmm. because when you think about who is it more important for Ohio State or Michigan to win the national championship, I will definitively say Michigan, because most believe, and I'm not sold on this personally, but most believe 
that this is Harbaugh's last year at Michigan. Most believe most of the penalties are going to come in the future and not in the present. So even though Ryan Day has tons of pressure on him to win, and especially winning a game against Michigan without Jim Harbaugh there, I think it is way more important for Michigan to win this year because the Michigan we know now may not be the Michigan we know later. Yeah, I think there's a really good chance that is the case. I'm in a group chat with a few insufferable Ohio State fans, and I posed for them this question this morning. I asked, would you rather A, win on Saturday and miss the CFP entirely by blowing it in the Big Ten title game, or lose on Saturday and win the national championship? So that was the, that was the A or B. That was the binary that I provided. And both immediately responded by saying, win Saturday, miss the playoffs. That's so easy for me. These Bleeper bleepers need to be punished. That, I think, is a really good pulse of the fan base that is out for blood this week. Yeah, I understand that. I also think it's crazy, and I think it's short-sighted. I I really do. And I understand that the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry for most of these fans is bigger than the actual national championship game. I just think that's a wrong approach. Like, I think it's the best rivalry, but you've graduated. Like, you've graduated into you should win a championship every year. And if Michigan is in your way or Ohio State's in your way, you beat them to get there. Like, you can't diminish the idea of winning a title because we've seen many coaches beat the other school and not perform well in a playoff or a bowl system and vice versa. And so, like, the concept of winning a national championship but not beating Michigan would be a turn off for them is nuts to me. I think it's nuts, too, because I don't have that kind of passion for a college football team, but college football fans are just different, man. And I think if I would have posed that question on Twitter— the majority of people rooting for Ohio State would answer the same way that my friends did. This is the most important game of their lifetime. That's what the, th- this game is being billed like that, not just because you lost each of the last two, but because how have you lost the last? Because how you lost the last two, and Connor Stallions, and all the other stuff, and the hatred that they have for Jim Harbaugh. This is the game of the century, as far as I'm concerned. And these fans would rather win it. And, and forego any potential future uh, prosperity than lose the game, even if it meant winning the national championship in this ridiculous hypothetical. All right, let me ask you this then. You're an Eagles fan, okay? If I gave you not one, not two, but three wins against the Cowboys this year, so you beat them twice in the regular season, you beat them in the postseason, let's have you beat them in the NFC championship oh, game to get to the Super it's Bowl. It's like 1980. But you lose, the, you lose the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's not a good season. Uh, <laughs> I would... I, would I mean, rather, it's a good season. It's not I, a happy result. I know what you mean. Yeah. Cam, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would still rather win the Super Bowl. I agree. I think the hatred that these fan bases in the Midwest have for each other is next-level stuff, and it is even more amplified right this second for all the obvious reasons. So we're really looking at two rivalries in all of sports that would apply to this, I think. The, the two rivalries in sports that would apply to I would rather beat this team than win it all would be Michigan-Ohio State and Duke-North Carolina I don't in basketball. I don't think there's another rivalry that's close. I don't think you can look at Yankees and Red Sox anymore as that rivalry. No way. It's not. It's not even close. There's actually too much love between some of these guys now. Yankees and Red Sox guys, like, I mean, Jeter and A-Rod and Ortiz are on a set on Fox together mm-hmm. for baseball. Like, we see that. That, that – Old school would disgust the fans. Oh, yeah. Now we don't care about that kind of stuff. So I think that those are the only two rivalries, and I don't even know that I feel 100% comfortable saying that about Duke, North Carolina because if I said to a Duke basketball fan, you're 0-2 against Carolina, 0-3, you lose them in the ACC tournament. You're 0-3 against Carolina, but you win the NCAA tournament with John Shire as your head coach? Come on. Yeah, I agree with you. I think in the post 
K post Roy era, it might just be Ohio State and Michigan. It, it really might be. And I think there's obviously the same kind of venom on the Michigan side towards Ohio State because of all of what we've heard in terms of Ohio State turning in information. And, and, and like there is so much subterfuge that this game on I'm sorry, Saturday, what? Subterfuge? There's so much stuff. Okay, that's better. English, there's so much stuff you. happening. I liked it. That I, th- I just, I you think like we're, subterfuge? I think we're talking about like, the game to end all games. And I, I, I do wish, I really wish that Jim Harbaugh was there to see it in person because that's the only thing that could provide this thing any more theater. Yeah, I don't think it's the game to end all games. I, I think they, like... Because two, of the playoff? No, because 2006, if I'm not mistaken, there was one versus two, and Bo Schembechler had just died like moments before, right? That felt even bigger than this. I think that I am taking the scandal to a place higher and greater than you are. That, I think, is the difference of opinion here. I think that this scandal could potentially wreck the program and that this game is sort of like Harbaugh's last stand, even though he's going to be watching on a TV somewhere. Right, so it's not Harbaugh's last stand. But you know what I mean. That's what all the, all the variables this time in what is already the greatest rivalry, to me, amps this up to, to such an extent. And I think what will wind up happening with the sign-stealing stuff is going to wind up enabling us to look back on this game and say, wow, that was the one. Do you feel dumber because I make you dumb it down? <laughs> or do you still feel smart and honored that no, I make you a, dumb it down? No, you're a smart dumb guy. I'm, what was that? You're a dumb uh, smart guy. I'm a... Uh, Heather Dinich, ESPN College Football Reporter, joined us on Unsportsmanlike weekdays 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on ESPN Radio yesterday and discussed the pressure on Ryan Day. If they were to lose to Michigan, I think the scrutiny would absolutely intensify. It was... At a peak last year when they lost to Michigan, and Ohio State has not lost three straight to Michigan since 1990-whatever it was. It's been a really long time, so you don't want to have that dubious distinction. But I think what's really bothering Ohio State fans is not just that they've lost to Michigan. It's that Michigan has started to elbow the Buckeyes out in terms of the college football playoff spot. They've earned that national spotlight next door to the Buckeyes as well. So the pressure is tremendous. At Ohio State, Ryan Day knows that. What's interesting here is the fallout if either one of them loses, Mm -hmm. right? Is there a chance that the other one still gets into the college football playoff? That is still potentially out there. I've got numbers on that. Go ahead. I ran this. You know what? Wait. Hold it. You'll give us the numbers coming up. Plus, we got to get into the fact that Florida State is out. Washington is in. And the reason that everyone is telling you is the reason that Florida State is out is not actually the reason. We'll get into that coming up. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. 
Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. College football playoff rankings are in. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Ohio State. And number three, Michigan all stay put. Washington slides into the four spot. Florida State falls to number five. I think it has more to do with what Washington has accomplished than it's a reflection of questioning Jordan Travis. It really was about Washington and what Washington did this past weekend. And as we looked at Washington over the course of the season, looked at Florida State, we decided to put Washington ahead. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM80, and your smart speaker, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Hembo, Evan Cohen, in for Greeny. Normally, you can hear me on Sportsmanlike, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, here on ESPN Radio. So, Hembo, we saw the new playoff rankings yesterday, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Washington. I want to get into the Washington versus FSU thing Mm -hmm. in a second here. But let's play out the game that everybody's buzzing about right now, Ohio State, Michigan. Can the loser find a way into the college football playoff? The answer is yes, but it is much likelier that Ohio State loses and get in than Michigan. So I ran these numbers because, of course, I just had to run these numbers. We have, a, simu- we have a simulator in which I can plug in the results of this game, and what it spits out is what your chances then are of making the playoff. We call it the All-State Playoff Predictor. With a loss on Saturday, Ohio State's chances would be at 59%. With a loss on Saturday, Michigan's chances would be 20%. Now, obviously, the major difference there is the schedule that they played. So Michigan, despite the fact that we think they might be the best team in America, they lose by a point to Ohio State at home on Saturday, and there's a 4-5 in five chance that their season is effectively over. What they bo- probably both need is for Georgia to win out. Right. You, you can't have Alabama hover because, remember, this is a TV show. There are humans involved in this. On any great television show, you want good guys and bad guys, good girls and bad girls. You want protagonists and antagonists. You want stars. You want people that you can buy into. If Nick Saban is hovering, there is no bigger star in college football outside of Harbaugh right now, and maybe Deion Sanders, than Nick Saban. Maybe Deion Sanders, right? And if he's hovering, that hurts Ohio State and Michigan. Now, the story from last night, Washington, Michael Penix Jr., Heisman candidate, star, in there, FSU, out of there. There, the college football playoff committee chair, Boo Corrigan, was interviewed by our very own Ian Fitzsimmons. You hear him at nights with Amber Wilson beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern on why FSU dropped out of the top four. This was about Washington. It wasn't about how bad does everyone feel for Jordan Travis right now, right? Uh, heck of a career, you know, heck of a season this year. 
you know, we're focusing on teams and those things, but there was Heisman conversation around him. But Rodemaker came in, he scored 58 straight points after being down 13 to nothing. And, you know, they, I think I said earlier, they got a bunch of dudes on the field, right? I mean, there's more than one guy they on the do. field and they, you know, really good team offensively, defensively, flying around, you know, giving up 17 points a game. Uh, on defense and scoring over 40. So, you know, heck of a team and, you know, deserving of the number five ranking. All right, in no way, shape, or form am I calling Boo Kerrigan a liar, but he's not telling the full truth. We have to stop with this. Washington deserves to be in there based on their resume. I'm not doubting that in any way, shape, or form. If we are going to sit here and not acknowledge the obvious reason why FSU is out of this is because they don't have their star. Jordan Travis, sadly, tragically, six-year player, Louisville to then Florida State, Heisman candidate, likely will play on Sunday. He's the main reason they were undefeated so far, and they are undefeated so far. He's out. He's out for the season. He will not play college football again. We cannot sit here and act like that doesn't play into this. Of course it does. And by the way, sadly, and I am in no way, shape, or form anti-Florida State, I'm just telling you it should play into it. Again, it's a TV show. Georgia's a two-time defending champ. Ohio State is the biggest program alongside Michigan, Alabama, Georgia in the country. Plus, they have Marvin Harrison Jr. Michigan, there's more scandal around around Harbaugh right now than any other program in America. And Penix Jr. is a Heisman candidate. I'm sorry. It is okay that, sadly, we look at FSU and say, you know what? Maybe you could be on the outside looking in simply because of the fact you don't have everything that you normally have. How much does your opinion change if they go to the Swamp and win and then beat Louisville, who is currently ranked 10th with their backup quarterback? I need to know who else is in there and what else people are doing. Like, Would I rather a one-loss Alabama team than an undefeated FSU team? I would. So that, That's basically my question is, yeah. we're willing to exclude an undefeated Power 5 champion because of an injury to their quarterback. You mean in this system we won't have the perfect champion we won't have the best team automatically crowned a champion i'm we not don't... i'm not loading the question i'm no, just asking I, but i'm leading to something else see this is where i think that forever we have things backwards in my mind in no way shape or form am i going to sit here and tell you i don't love the ncaa tournament i do or i don't love the nba playoffs i do or the nfl playoffs i do the most perfect system for actually crowning the best team in a sport to win a championship forever was the bcs it would every year rank the best and second best teams and we'd have one game and they'd play and the winner would be a national champ. Everyone is clamoring for the expanded playoffs. Everyone rightfully so buzzes about the current playoffs. You mean the current playoffs that doesn't necessarily, or the future ones, that don't necessarily take the four best teams or the 12 best teams and then as a result doesn't necessarily crown the best team as a champ. You're going to tell me that TCU was the second best team in America last year? No chance were they the second best team in America. They got pummeled by Georgia. People don't want to admit it. The single best system we've ever had to crown the best team as the champion was actually the BCS. I don't disagree with a word that you said, but you made... Wow! I'm stunned by this. But you made a point to the contrary just a few minutes ago when you said, this is a TV show. It is now. It is now under what I deem to be a system that is understandably more about entertainment, which is totally fine, than crowning the best team champion if I'm going to live in that premise, meaning if this is a fictional show and not a nonfiction show. This is not a documentary. This is entertainment. This is a sitcom. This is a drama. We need the best people in there. If I said to you, what is your favorite television show? What is it? Uh, Ken Burns Baseball. Oh, my God. I'm not... Kidding. You asked the wrong person, Evan. Yeah, ask one of those guys in there. They watch TV. The Ken Burns baseball documentary, your favorite TV show of all time. Correct. That's Nothing not a television comes show. a close second. It's it's not it not is a... absolutely a television show. It's a show that it's I watch on television. 
that's, don't 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 do semantics on me, Bubba. Yeah, it's a splitting hairs, show. Bubba. Come on, come on oh now. Oh my god. What did you think I was going to say? Like some random show that most people like? Evan, if you're trying to have a serious conversation, don't ask Hembo something about pop culture. Yeah, it's just going to derail okay. it every time. All right. Uh, Bubba, Cam, favorite TV show? Breaking Bad. Breaking, okay. If I took Brian Cranston out of Breaking Bad, is that a good TV show? It is not. Hembo doesn't know. I'm just assuming that Brian Cranston's the main character in the show. You don't know who <laughs> Brian Cranston actually is. <laughs> if I take Brian Cranston out of Breaking Bad, this is not to knock Vince Gilligan or, or Aaron Paul or anybody involved in this. It is not the same show. It is not as entertaining. Meaning if I take the main character off of a show, off of a team, it is not the same team. So at this moment, Jordan Travis, I have taken him off of Florida State. Now I don't know if Cardell Jones is waiting in the wings. I don't. I have no idea. That's the third-string quarterback at Ohio State from years ago that took them to a national championship. But until I know that answer, I have to assume it's taking Brian Cranston out of breaking. But obviously the major difference between 2023 Florida State and 2014 Ohio State is that Ohio State had already banked a loss. That's the big difference here. I don't know that Florida State needs to win with style points the same way that 2014 Ohio State did need to win with style points. And I also think that putting an undefeated Power 5 champion in Florida State into the playoff is, is highly explainable. And that, that, I think, actually does matter a lot to the committee because as they're sitting there squirming and Reese Davis and others are asking them questions, it's really easy to say they play in a fi- Power 5 league and they want all their games. Right, but when you look at this situation, are we going to sit here and say, which I know we're not, thankfully, like at some point they have to just own this. Like the Jordan Travis injury is important. It is something that matters. Now, conversely, they have not dropped Michigan for not having their head coach. So I am fine, though, with in the moment them ranking a quarterback more important than a head coach for a singular year. In college football, it is way more important long term to have that great coach because the quarterback graduates. Yeah, I mean, the the, the coach won't really affect the point spread. No. And in that moment, it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. as much as the quarterback does. But let's just own the fact selection committee that when you're making these decisions if you're going to keep telling us the Jordan Travis injury played no role in this that is utterly ridiculous it does play a role and it should play right, a role let's 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 do the, the game here I'm, I'm Maurice Davis you're Boo Corrigan and I ask you Boo <laughs> yeah Boo you Boo. just scared me <laughs> Boo how much will the Jordan Travis injury impact their college football playoff chances as of this week when we look at it what we have come to the conclusion of is that Washington's win last week and the culmination of what they have done over the course of the season has put them in a position to garner the fourth playoff spot now moving forward everything we have looked at with with Florida State over the course of the previous 11 games would absolutely be worthy of a college football playoff appearance We now need to factor in what a new team looks like at FSU because the most important position on the field, as we all know, is quarterback. And so they will have a player that our committee has yet to fully watch in a game from start to finish and yet to fully watch in a game against a quality opponent like Florida or Louisville. And so I have to say that my answer to this is incomplete because I don't know the team I'm now going to watch. That's a way better answer than Boo. Way better. Boo hoo. Thank you. Thank no, I'm, you. I'm, honestly, I was into your answer. I think that's – we can be honest. Well, you can th- say I've never seen Florida State. Right. We can, I have never seen Florida State. Mm-hmm. Right? What do you think of Florida State? I don't know. I haven't seen them because the team I'm going to see on Saturday mm-hmm. and the team I'm going to see in the ACC championship game, I haven't seen. Sorry, I'm not going to do it based on a half against North Alabama. The thing is, like, everyone will point to the 2014 team and the third-string quarterback leading Ohio State to the national championship. The difference is that they already lost the game. 
you can't, I have a very hard time imagining them putting, them excluding an undefeated ACC champion that was that kind of good for as long as they were that kind of good merely because of the quarterback, especially if they win two games against, well, at least representative teams. Louisville's really good. The committee thinks they're a top 10 team. By the way, Florida State has already experienced something like this. They had an injury where a guy by the name of Marcus Outson was their starting quarterback. I don't remember the exact year or what the injury was, but they were a really good team, and I want to say he played in a national championship game or, or a, something where it was like the same kind of thing where they lost the quarterback, had to play another guy, and it was a disaster in that game. I want hmm. to say it was against Virginia Tech at some point. He played there in the late 90s. Yeah, and it was, it was a disaster for them. So they have experienced something similar hmm. to this previously. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM80, and your smart speaker. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Hembo, Evan Cohen, in for Greeny today. All right, let's talk some NFL. Thanksgiving football, of course. A little round of real versus fake brought to you by Real Christmas Trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying Real Christmas Trees at Lowe's or wherever Real Christmas Trees are sold. For more information, visit GetRealKeepItReal.com That's GetRealKeepItReal.com Here's the thing that people don't know. People think, oh, I'm going to go buy that fake Christmas tree. It's going to be great. It's going, sure, it's a high cost, but I'm going to have it forever. You want to have American Christmas tree farmers lose their jobs? Because that's what you're doing. Every time you purchase that fake Christmas tree, you're putting the real American Christmas tree farmer in jeopardy of losing their job. Plus, the fake tree, worse for the environment than the real tree. Get real, keep it real.com. Cam, real versus fake Thanksgiving Day football questions. Yep, three games. We got Packers-Lions at 12.30. Going to ask you a question about each of these teams. So, Hembo, I'll start with you. Real versus fake, the Lions will be the number one seed in the NFC. That's fake. Right now I'm looking at FPI's projections. They say the Eagles have a 65% chance of the one seed. The Niners have a 20% chance at the one seed. The Lions have a 9% chance of the one seed. The Lions most definitely need the one seed the most, but with less than a 1 in 10 chance to do it, despite the relative ease of their schedule. They're not catching Philly. They're not as good as Philly or San Francisco. They will not be the one seed in the NFC. Like the Christmas trees, you should not buy. Fake. And it's not a knock on the Lions. It's a compliment to the Eagles. It's just they win a lot of football games. And I think that we have to get over, although I could see them losing to Buffalo, oddly enough. Um, they, They just find ways to win. They find ways to win. And sure, their schedule may be more difficult. They just want a Kansas City. Is there anything more difficult than that? <laughs> we always forget the other teams have to play them too. Right. Cam, next one. Jordan Love, bit of an up and down season, just beat the Chargers this past week. Evan, Jordan Love, real versus fake, will be the Packers starting quarterback week one of next season. Like the Christmas trees, you should buy real. That is real. That doesn't mean he's unbelievable. That doesn't mean he's their guy long term. It means he has a very low cap hit for next year, and even if he's your bridge quarterback or ultimately your backup quarterback, you can afford him because of all the young players they have on their team and the low amount of salaries, which Bakhtiari is off the books next year. They're a big offensive lineman, or will be at some point. So yes, he's going to be their starting quarterback week one of next year. Yeah, the Packers can't do better than Jordan Love with an $8 million cap hit next season. I agree entirely. All right, next game, Commanders and Cowboys. We start with Ron Rivera. Hembo, real versus fake. Hate to do it. But Ron Rivera will lose his job on Monday. I could see it. I mean, I hate to, I hate to say so. I mean, I, I don't like when coaches are fired midseason. I don't think it's fair. But I think it's reasonable and realistic to expect that it could happen, given the fact that Eric Bieniemy is waiting in the wings, and we're dying to see what he looks like as a head coach. They can give him a month and a half to sort of test out the waters and see if maybe he might be the next coach that they have there. Parenthetically, 
Ron Rivera is one of the most overrated coaches we have in the league. He, he, this is his 13th season. Evan, do you know how many winning seasons he has had in those 13 years? I'll guess three. He's, he's had three winning seasons. Wow. He is riding the wave Can of that momentum. Can be the trivia for today? From that 2015 season in which they went 15-1, and one, it was a legendary year. They were phenomenal. Everything came together. But that's his really only claim to fame in a decade and a half of coaching in the National Football League. People hire people. Ron Rivera is notoriously a great person. I mean, that, that matters in this stuff. Okay, so I'm going to say like the Christmas trees you should not buy. Fake. Why? You put a day on it. If he's fired, he's going to be fired before Monday. <laughs> Cam said, I'm going hembo on you. Cam said Ron Rivera will lose his job Monday. If they lose on Thanksgiving, don't you think they're going to fire him on, on Friday holiday or Saturday? weekend? Nah, you got to wait through, through Why? the holiday it's wasting weekend. time. Do they get a time. discount if they fire him on Black Friday? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Cow- Cowboys are favored by 12 and a half in this game. Evan, I'll start with you. The Cowboys, real versus fake, can still win the NFC East. The Cowboys, like the Christmas trees you should buy, are a real good team. But it's fake, like the ones you shouldn't buy, that they're going to win the NFC East. Again, they're in the same division as the Eagles. Two things can be true. The Cowboys can be legit contenders and also not be as good as the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, no question about it. Bubba, I want your opinion on this because a Cowboys fan can cancel out ours because I agree with Evan. They're a 7-1 to long shot to win the East. And from Week 14... Through 17, it's Philly, at Buffalo, at Miami, and, and Detroit. That's a gauntlet. Like they're, they're, Their gauntlet comes at the end, whereas Philly's is right now, Bubba. I do not think that the Cowboys can get the one seed. An awful lot has to go wrong in Philly for that to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling confident at all. I, I guess there's an outside chance, but no. I, I mean, especially with Philly's win on Monday night, that that pretty much sealed it right there. They're, they're, they're going wild card at this point. I am surprised, by the way, on a side, or parenthetically, as Hembo says. I say on a side note, but he's so smart. I'm surprised you allow Bubba to still be the Cowboys fan you go to, considering yesterday, people uh-huh. go back on the ESPN app and listen to the podcast, on Sneaky Hembo Trivia, trivia, he failed at the Cowboys question. Yeah, I was, I was flummoxed by his ignorance uh, as to that question, but Bubba's <laughs> fandom is very different than Bubba's institutional knowledge about players in the 60s and 70s, which is why I was willing to give him at least a half pass. I, mean, I got two one. out of three, and I, you know... I wasn't, That's true. Yeah, it was a three-parter. That Although was not we, a I did, I did say Irvin first, but upon... I, I actually, I've looked it up so many times, and I've, I just always forget. I do remember that Dez was, does have the most, but... Um, yeah, I did get two out of three. I had no concept of Bob Hayes. I know who he is, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, we, sh- we should have done better than that. That was embarrassing. It was, it was bad. How about this? The nightcap on Thanksgiving. 49ers at Seahawks, a huge game in the NFC West. Hembo, real versus fake. Health is the biggest thing standing in the way of a 49ers Super Bowl win. Fake. Uh, Depth is the biggest thing standing in the way of a 49ers Super Bowl win because when I look up and down their uh, roster... That's the same thing. What are you talking about? No, I'm... That's uh, what he's asking. No, he asked for a specific answer. I'm not going to give him a non-specific answer. But if he's saying health and you're saying depth, is it... It doesn't matter if you're not healthy if you have other people that are ready to go behind them. Cam, help me out. Are these in- interchangeable uh, terms in this ca- in this case? Uh, I don't think they're inter- interchangeable terms, but you may be using them interchangeably. So am I overcomplicating a really simple question? I, I think we're saying the same thing, I think but we're all I agree saying with the same you. thing. We're saying that it is the Niners are the real deal. That they, if they are healthy, they can win it all. And that you're saying if they're not healthy, meaning their depth, it's a big drop from player one to player two, that they can't win it all. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> E1. Score that one, E1, at home. I think there are something like a half a dozen players on the 49ers that if they somehow 
wind up out for the season, they won't win the conference. Whereas the only Eagle that I can say that about is Jalen Hurts. And that's why I think Philly is in better position to win their conference than the Niners because they don't have the requisite depth. Because someone might get hurt. How about that? Get real, keep it real.com. Farm Fresh Trees. Buy real trees this Christmas season. Keep the farmers' jobs alive there. Better for the environment. Get the real ones, not the fake ones. Coming up, a history lesson from one of the biggest names in sports. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is Greeny. We all love to make fun of Hembo. Tell Bubba, as you told me, about your dinner last night. My wife, Lizzie, makes a lovely penny vodka. It's penne. Okay, are you from Sicily? No, I'm not from Sicily. I'm from planet Earth. No one says penny. It's not one cent's worth of vodka. It's penne vodka. Tasted like it cost one cent. Whoa! This is Greeny. <laughs> is, your Mike, is your wife making penny turkey tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the turkey on the smoker tomorrow. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN App, Sirius XM80, and on your smart speaker. Along with Hembo, Evan Cohen from Unsportsmanlike, weekdays 6 a to 10 a Eastern, here on ESPN Radio, in for Greeny today, as I mentioned, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Sometimes there are stories in sports and entertainment that are the perfect cross-section for some people. Like for me, it was Steve Sanders on 90210 playing at a Lakers game and shooting a half-court shot at a Lakers game. It's basketball. It's 90210. That's like the perfect cross-section for me. For Hembo, it's sports and historical knowledge. And yesterday, we saw that with Deion Sanders in Colorado. We sure did. Um, Can we listen to the sound? Yeah, I, I, think, we, I, think, sound, I think we need to before I, before I go nuclear Yeah, I was going to But go. you didn't tee the sound. You just said, like... I think I what? paused enough. Guys, that Bubba, wasn't a clear tee. Bubba was about to play the sound when Hembo started talking, Darn to it. be fair. I mean, that was as perfect of a setup, pause, sound 
come back. Hembo always go. ruins your setup, I thought just you like yesterday. Me up to tee up the sound. How come everybody understood that but me, but you, excuse me, and I'm looking at you and I'm not even looking at, at Hembo and Cam? Unclear. I mean, Bob and Cam. <laughs> just like yesterday when the, you know, you're doing the, you did the tease thing and you guys were doing the double tease. Or... For the cookies. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, Deion Sanders had this to say about the location of Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, my expectations are out of the darn park. You got to understand, man. I mean, come on, man. What's the what's those little four heads that's in California? What do they call those? The people faces in, engraved. Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. South Coast. I set up there. It's in where? South Coast. I thought it was in L.A. all this time. <laughs> wow, my geography. That's the Hollywood thing. That's what I thought. I'm sorry. Thank you for educating me. Jesus, South Dakota. Okay, go ahead, Hembo. Well, I'm, allowed to, I'm allowed to talk now. You're always allowed to talk, but not. Oh, you can talk over me, just not talk over Dion. Okay, so I have the question I need to ask before going nuclear is: Do you think this was performative? No. You think this was organic? No, I'll tell you why. Because I, you, he actually pointed out his confusion because I think he thought it was the Hollywood sign. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, I'm just going to say it. American exceptionalism is dead. It died yesterday on that podium in Boulder, Colorado. I can't imagine. Is there another person on the planet, or at least in this country, that doesn't know the location of Mount Rushmore? I think way more than you think. Like, like what? Person, I think the 1%? young. I think young sports fans think Mount Rushmore is a topic and not a location. No way. I think you're right, Evan. You think For there sure, are people yeah. that don't know that Mount Rushmore is an actual? I think it's a topic. I think it's like. I don't want to go Kleenex to tissue, right? Where it's like a brand that you actually refer to as the product, like Kleenex, which is a brand for a tissue. But in this specific case, I think when you hear Mount Rushmore, you associate it with the number four and then a list and not a location. Wow. So like, this is something, this is a blind spot for me then. Like I assume that there are people that just know certain things. This is obviously among them. And so what I have done, Cam and Bubba, unbeknownst to you, is compile a list of some other obvious landmarks historically. Oh, boy. And my assumption here oh boy. is that you will know the location of each and every one of these without exception. Oh, my goodness. You seem much less confident than I do. Well, yeah, you have the answer. It depends so. on the landmark. Okay. Yeah. Can we work together on this? Yes. So yeah. you have to come okay. up with a group answer. So we all okay. are going to see together if we can graduate from Colorado. Or, <laughs> or FSU, actually, in that case, with Dion. Drew Pearson. In, <laughs> in what, Udonis Haslam. In what okay. country is the Taj Mahal? India. I'm going to go with Cam since he just was that quick to respond. That is right. Okay, I was going to say Atlantic City. In which country <laughs> is Machu Picchu? Spain. Go with Cam. Bubba? Spain sounds great to me. Guys, Machu Picchu is in Peru. Oh, man. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just listening to what Cam the, says. The three of you and Deion Sanders are the only people walking the face of planet Earth that do, that do not know Machu Picchu is I think in you're Peru. overstating that. That's ridiculous. That, uh, that was the second easiest one on my list. Okay, oh boy. keep going. What are the harder ones? Where is Ayers Rock? I have no idea. I've never, I've never even heard of some yeah. of these things. You've never Ayers, heard of Ayers Rock? Ayers Scotland. Rock. Ayers Rock is in Australia. Ha, can uh, you spell it? A Y E R S, like I've, Randy Ayers. I've never Ayers heard of Rock. It. Old Ohio State basketball coach. Gets yeah. If you had Randy Ayers on the show Bingo Cards today, you just became a billionaire. Um, do you guys know where Big Ben is located? Yeah, in London, London. England. Okay. How about the Coliseum? Rome. I've been there. 
Okay, Good job. wonderful. You to, it's the Nassau Coliseum or just the Coliseum <laughs> in have you, Yeah, Oakland. Have on, you been yeah. to the Acropolis? Uh, is that Spain? Crocs, like the shoes that kids wear? No. Greece. Yes. The Acropolis is in Athens, Greece. Do you know where the Space Needle is? Uh, Ontario? Seattle. Yes, it's in Seattle. Bend to it. Last one on my list. The last layup here. The Hoover Dam. Where's the Hoover Dam? Uh-huh. Nevada. Where, you know, where it is. Yes, it's on the Arizona-Nevada border. So Bubba's the, Bubba's only, particularly Bubba's good the only person that went to eighth grade in this group. I redshirted that year. How? <laughs> Guys, this is, is, this, is this me or is, or is this you? Are you is, is the world more like Deion Sanders or is the world more like me? Uh, the world is more like, definitely not like you. I think people should, including myself, know where all the, almost all of those things are, but... The, I think a lot more don't than you would think. Don't you think that most people associate Mount Rushmore more so with PFT and Big Cat than they do with <laughs> the presidents the who are on it? Yes, Maybe but so. I don't think that I don't think it's as as extreme as you think it is. I think most people know it is a an it actual is something. landmark. But like, okay, I'm going to tell you right now. I have no idea who's on it. I couldn't even tell you that. <laughs> you couldn't name one person on Mount. Come Rushmore. on. Not like if I if I said what? George Washington, okay. that's one. That's yeah. All right, Evan, keep going. Abe Lincoln. Yes. No, I got half. You guys finish the rest. No, no, no. no. no, no you guys finish no, rest. We're doing it. No, we you guys it. finish the rest. You finish. You're the you're the quizzy in this case. You're I the, have I, I have no idea. You're our guest. You're a guest. No idea. Two other presidents. Two other presidents. Hmm. Pat Riley. <laughs> <laughs> He's a president of the Miami Heat. I think even if you don't know, you could still probably yes and get him right. No, I'm going to pass. Guys. Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, so we're going to have to do some kind of, this is highly sponsorable, Hembo History kind of treatment here now for the show because there are just certain things, Evan, that you need to know. Mm-hmm. The four faces on Mount Rushmore are among them. The location of Machu Picchu is among them and other such various and sundry things. We need to work on our, we need to work on our general knowledge. Are you willing to meet me halfway and learn some basic things, some basic facts about the human condition. You want me to go to history class with you as the teacher? You have all sorts of things written down in that notebook. I think you could write down a few more. State capitals, mm. landmarks. Drew Brees, now a lefty. <laughs> I'd rather get into that than anything else. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.